You seem hungry. Good thing your table is ready with Fatterday Omaha. Fatterday Omaha. Eat this. Hello, Fatterday Omaha audience. This is a different style of episode as it is a two-parter. The second half of the episode, we'll be talking about Jackson's Fair Deal Cafe, and Danelle and I will pick up an overview of the Tasty Eats located there. But uh, for a little bit, you're you're stuck with me, and that's right, Dave Zorko here, and uh, we're going to talk about well, my summer vacation and some places that I went outside of Omaha, as you know, our intro and uh, things often state that we are in Omaha and elsewhere. This happens to be an elsewhere section of uh, things that I got the chance to eat, but I wanted to tie it into places around Omaha that you might be able to experience food similar to what I had on vacation. So kind of a a dual thing that uh, you can tie in whether you're out there in the elsewhere or or the Omaha. So the first place I'm going to start with is called The Bakery. And uh, this particular place has been open since uh, 1979, which is very, very cool. They are a neat little bake shop, and they have, uh, when I went in anyway, just a couple of workers there. You go in one side of this little shop and uh, proceed past all of the baked goods and pay cash. They've got like an ATM in there in case you didn't bring cash. And pick out your baked goods and, and head out the door, and away you go. So a few hallmarks here are the eclairs. They are a patechou dough and uh, were well-loved by our traveling group. Uh, also had the everything bagel, which is very tasty, and a, uh, a thing called a malasada, which is a jelly-filled donut-like pastry. On that latter one, uh, good luck finding that one in Omaha. I haven't seen that here. However, of course, we have some good jelly-filled things available. So where are you going to find things that are are similar to this? We'll talk about that in just a second because there's one other thing I would like to remark on, and that is the menu. The menu at the bakery is kind of neat. Um, I'm going to say it's an Alton Brown-esque menu. And the reason I say that is it's divided up into dough types. So the eclairs are under the laminated dough section. And then things like the blueberry muffins, which were also well-loved by our group, or at least one person within our group there, are under the muffin method section. So I thought this was really cool. So you get some like baking science, some Alton Brown-esque good eats would be, you know, the the Alton Brown concentration there. Division of menu, which I thought was really, really neat. So where are you going to find things kind of like this in Omaha? Well, for the eclairs, I did check with uh, La Petite Paris Bakery. You could find them in Pepperwood Village there off 156 and uh, Dodge here in Omaha. And they do have eclairs there. And I think that you would find that they are made with a pate dough and may scratch that itch. For an everything bagel, I'd go see the bagel bin here in Omaha. And you can go find them off of the 120th and Pacific type area there. And like I said on those uh, malasadas, uh, good luck. I I have not found those around Omaha, although maybe you could stop by Olson's and get a a, a jelly-filled donut and maybe maybe fit that there. You can find them right about 10th and Martha, uh, close to Cassio's Steakhouse. Okay, so the next spot I wanted to talk about, and, and these are all in the same area, and we'll get to that in just a second, is Down the Hatch. Down the Hatch was a cool little spot with a shared dining area, uh, cool picnic tables, and um, they even had like a koi pond in the middle of the shared dining area, and uh, a, a neat menu. And I happened to order the merman fries and the merman fries are delicious seasoned shoestring fries and they happen to have pulled pork on them and a cheese sauce and gravy <laughs> so this is sort of like a uh, a poutine move here on these fries with that pulled pork 
And for something along these lines, I would actually recommend that you give Porky Butts Barbecue here in uh, Omaha a try. They are off 156th and Maple Street because they have a thing called the Texas Poutine. The Texas poutine is, uh, you can get it with your choice of meat. So if you want that pulled pork on there, you you can do that. And they offer it with fries, which was similar to this merman bowl that I had. But I actually like Porky Butt's uh, Texas poutine with their house-made potato chips. They're super crunchy. And what's kind of fun is if you get this in-house, of course, you know, all freshly prepared to your table is great, but if you get it to go, they actually divide the wet and dry ingredients up at Porky Butts so that by the time you get it home, your chips and or fries, whatever you you pick there, are still crunchy, fresh, etc., not soggy. But this merman bowl at Down the Hatch was uh, delicious, and I also had a uh, Mai Tai while I was there. Uh, it was one of the few things I had on my trip that had pog foam on the top. So pog being passion fruit, orange juice, and guava. And it was a foam float on, on top of the Mai Tai, which is kind of fun. So uh, let's talk about a few little coffee spots. Uh, let's see. Uh, due to censoring etc. rules, I will say bad donkey coffee, uh, using the, the other name for donkey. This is a small, clean, straightforward uh, shop, lots of beans available, but uh, I always like to look for local spots when, well, whether I'm in Omaha or elsewhere, in this case, I was elsewhere. I, I've been on an iced Americano kick, which is very, very cool. Uh, I also love a good cold brew, but uh, in Omaha, something that might uh, satisfy a similar need is Rally Coffee. You can find them uh, downtown off of Cumming Street, uh, close to the uh, stadium down there in Omaha. And of course, try the cold brew. Get it. Grab a slap a little half and half in there. Or uh, TJ, you know, our perennial host here, uh, actually got a really good matcha at Rally Coffee here in Omaha that uh, really fit the bill, which is very, very cool. So next up, coffee-wise, is Kraken Coffee, and I got their cold brew, and what I really liked about Kraken Coffee was that they have ice cubes. Well, of course it has ice cubes. That's nice, right? But the ice cubes were made from their cold brew. So as I drank my cold brew and my ice cubes started the uh, melting processor, changing state, if you will, I just got more cold coffee. What a great idea. This is really, really cool. They also had some ice cream type drinks there as well. Some some blenders for the uh, the youngins there or not youngins that maybe want a blended ice creamy like drink. And so for something kind of similar to this, uh, I might recommend Hardy Coffee here in Omaha. They have various locations. I've always been a big fan of the uh, Highlander location off, off of uh, about 30th between Hamilton and Lake, or you can head over to their one at Benson. They have a couple of other locations. I love their cold brew there. I, I don't believe that they do uh, cold brew ice cubes, so I'm not sure that I've found a place in Omaha that, that does that. But you can do that, and you can also get ice cream at a few of their locations, so good parallel there. And baked goods. Uh, actually ordered a uh, birthday cake from Hardy Coffee once, and they, uh, at the Highlander location, they have a really nice bakery in back. It's always fun to to see it because it's so, so well organized back there, and they make some pretty, pretty neat stuff. So that was Kraken Coffee on my trip, and my parallel Omaha version, Hardy Coffee. Next up would be Drift Coffee. Drift Coffee, again, another little tiny small shop. This was the, I, I checked with them. It was the uh, only location that they had. When I stopped in, the baristas there, two of them were actually having a birthday that same week, so that was kind of a fun deal. And uh, I ordered a couple of very interesting things here. One was a mini ube banana bread. It was a tiny little loaf of uh, banana bread with some ube goodness in there. And, uh, you know, the ever-present uh, iced beverage. I think I went with an Americano instead of a cold brew. But the other interesting thing I had was something called the Weird Wave. The Weird Wave had coffee, okay, oat milk, mm-hmm, and chai. So this was a very interesting blend of flavors. I have to say, Weird Wave, accurate here. A very interesting blend of things and uh, a taste experience. For something fun like these items, 
I might recommend Archetype Coffee. Now, they have uh, baked goods there as well. I don't think I've seen an Ube banana bread, but you might find some banana bread or similar there. And wonderful coffee. In fact, we had Isaiah from Archetype Coffee on this show talking about brewing coffee. And well, at the time he was practicing for a championship. And since then, he's actually gone from Omaha and won uh, third place in the world. He actually competed in Greece. So we've got some cool uh, coffee professionals here in Omaha. The other place that might be similar to Drift Coffee, but here in Omaha, is Amateur Coffee. I really dig Amateur. They are a uh, vegan coffee shop. So all the baked goods, everything else in there are vegan. I really like their cold brew with oat milk. Uh, they're actually the ones that kind of turn me on to uh, having oat milk in my coffee. So it's a fun option and gives it a little bit of a different flavor. Amateur is also a lot of fun because they have reusable jars, which I, I think is pretty neat. And for their hot coffees that are in charge, they actually have a little, little itty bitty koozie to, to protect your hands, which is cool. Next up on my trip was Da Soriano or Soriano Grinds, and this was a food truck, a trailer, and uh, there was really one thing I was on the mission to get. Somebody in our traveling party really wanted some ube ice cream, so this trailer happened to have some. A big bowl of ube ice cream. They were kind enough to provide me with some uh, foil for traveling. They, they really just have a nice covered eating area outside of their uh, food truck there, but uh, I needed this particular stuff to go, so they provided me with that uh, foil. Now, ube ice cream. Where are you going to find that in Omaha? Well, you can find it at Onopane Kitchen. Uh, they are in Old Town Bellevue, and they do all sorts of good things, but uh, sometimes they will have that ube ice cream. Wonderful purple color, delicious, kind of tastes like a super creamy vanilla. And kind of another thing in Omaha that is ube, but not ice cream, is the ube waffle that you can find at Yumcha. Yumcha is uh, roughly 72nd and Pacific Street. They have a purple ube waffle and it is freshly made and absolutely delicious and I also like the bright green pandan waffle that Yum Cha has as well. So two other spots that you could stop at there. All right next up let's talk about some more desserty type things and we will talk about Leota's. Uh, Leota's has tiny pies amongst other things and I got three pies while I was there. The Olawalu Lime, which uh, I think was probably my favorite, a, a good citrus move there. And then there was an apple crumble or apple crisp type pie and uh, then also a banana cream pie. Now the Olawalu Lime, not sure where you're gonna grab one of those in the Omaha area, but uh, thankfully, we do have Apple options available. For something very similar to this, the City Cafe in Newman Grove in Nebraska, which also has some ties in with Paisan's Pizza here in Omaha. You can sometimes get that pie at Paisan's, which is a, a pizza shop, but they also bring in fruit pies. Very similar. Or I might even recommend the delicious uh, apple pie at Master's Hand in Tecama. I think that would really fit the bill here. Or if you want a little bit of a different take on it, is the uh, cinnamon and sugar hand pie available at Carter and Rye. They are pretty close to about 36th and, and Center Street. Very, very delicious there. They're right next to uh, Bull Moose and uh, Vis Major, uh, if you're over in that area there. So some cool options of, of pies. But uh, yeah, as far as these individual tiny pies, that may take a little more investigation. But there's some good options. All right. So how about uh, some little different eats? Uh, let's go for Joey's Kitchen. And uh, got a loco moco some pork fried rice, and some lumpia. And I love lumpia. Uh, for these type of things, there's only one place to go in Omaha, and that is that is Onopane Kitchen, again, down in Old Town Bellevue. And, of course, Lumpia, a uh, delicious Filipino egg roll, absolutely tasty, tiny, stuffed well. Uh, Onopane actually did a Lumpia-making class that I, I got to attend. That was very, very cool. Okay, so I've been talking quite a while about these restaurants on my trip and where you might be able to get these things in Omaha. And you may be pulling your hair out a little bit going, Dave, you didn't tell me where on earth you went to go get these things. This information has taken a little bit of a twist uh, since my vacation. And the reason is all these places that I have been talking to you about are in Maui. And specifically right around the or in the Lahaina area of Maui. 
since my vacation, uh, I left a Thursday directly before a off-the-shore Hurricane Dora was coming through, and a wildfire started. And the winds from the hurricane took those fires and spread them everywhere, in Maui, in Lahaina especially. And all of these places that I just talked about, Kraken Coffee, and um, I think Joey's Kitchen probably is in a better state, but Drift Coffee and Down the Hatch Kraken are pretty much all gone. Most of them have caught on fire and pretty much burnt to the ground. This is a very interesting twist and such a sad thing on my trip. Uh, in Maui, the spirit of aloha is definitely there and a huge mahalo to everyone and my heart goes out to everyone in Lahaina, in Maui, uh, and also Oahu, wherever their fires uh, are, but especially for, for me. Lahaina was where I made my home and found these little local spots, these kind people that were making food and beverage for, for my tummy, for my enjoyment in, you know, essentially paradise, beautiful trees and, and the ocean right there and, and looking for flavors that, you know, definitely found some things that I, I had never had before and may not be available here necessarily. And it was very much of a gut punch for me to have been there just the Thursday before everything happened and witnessing what then became history, where it wasn't just me traveling and investigating and and going on my treasure hunt of local food, which I enjoy, enjoyed very much. And, you know, taking pictures thinking, oh yeah, of course, we're, we're going to post some of this stuff up on Saturday and it's going to be a neat deal and here's all these fun things. And then it turned into, it, it sort of is more documentation. Even these things I'm describing to you and my, my heart goes out to all of these people that, uh, you know, this is their livelihood. This is the thing that, that keeps them going. And they were kind enough to share what they had with me. And so when I had heard that, uh, that these fires were raging, that these, uh, things, you know, were in jeopardy, some of these buildings from the 1800s, the, the Banyan tree, which is a, a, a very large, uh, city block, large tree that, uh, was a, a spot I visited, the original courthouse. There's some things there. And and these restaurants, anything that was there, if I ever go, you know, get am I fortunate enough to go back or if people go, a lot of these things might just be a little plaque that says, you know, this thing stood here. Or there will always be the before the fire and after the fire. And so this adventure just really took a, a different twist. And so... I bring this to you as part of an episode, part of what I got to experience, the wonderful things that I got to experience. I hope that uh, if you're in the Omaha area, some of these things that maybe I suggested you, you find fun and you might be able to travel in a similar uh, range within Omaha. But I guess this episode, this part is documentation of what once was as it exists, as I record this, which is probably in a state of sadness and boy, I, I hope recovery. I know that there has been loss of life. I'm hoping recovery can begin. If I am fortunate enough to go back, I hope that there is growth and people rebuild. And I think the positivity of the people of Maui and Lahaina and these business owners, I hope will take them out of the literal ashes and they will rebuild and be wonderful again. So that was my trip and my experience and how maybe you can find these things in Omaha and truly uh, just the biggest mahalo, a hug and Maybe the many rainbows that uh, that I saw uh, moving next to the clouds and where the sun was shining, hopefully those things will be seen over regrowth, safety, and people rebuilding. Thank you for listening to me 
and part of this uh, adventure. So there we go. And we'll move on to the the second half of the show. Thank you for, for listening to me, and thank you for being part of my trip, my journey, and this event. On we go. Dave Zorko with another episode of Fatterday Omaha, where we connect with food. Uh, today is kind of fun because we have a, uh, a spot bringing to you that uh, is kind of new and old. Uh, actually, I should say old and now new all at the same time. And that is Jackson's Fair Deal Cafe, located at 2118 North 24th Street, Omaha, Nebraska, and a good North Omaha zip code at 68110. But more importantly than that address is my co-host who I have here with me, and that is the Omaha fatty, Danelle Taylor. Danelle, how you doing today, man? It has been too long, Dave. I'm so glad to be back. I'm, I'm doing awesome, man. That is that is fantastic. I am glad that you are here. It's it's been a hot minute. It's been a long time. But uh, what's kind of fun about this particular episode is that uh, this place, in a way, sort of signifies probably the first thing that Fatterday Omaha and Omaha Fatty kind of combined together you pointed this out and I, I it didn't even click with me and if you would kind of bring the people into the fold what happened how, how does jackson's tie into us yes jackson's when they were just a food truck and they were at taste of omaha that was the first time that dave and i experienced jackson's uh takeout is what it was called at the time right uh, they didn't have a physical location, as far as I understand, but we were there podcasting live at the event two years ago, and the wings that we got there, they were, you know, <laughs> they were naked wings, breaded, but they were so good. They had the right amount of salt on them, and they were really good, really good. That's awesome. Yeah, and I, I appreciate that because at uh, Taste of Omaha, right, we were doing a, a live event, and we, you and I kind of took turns roaming around Taste of Omaha trying our local food spots, and you brought those wings back for us to share. And that was really cool. So yep. that was the first Saturday Omaha Omaha Fatty event, and Jackson's Takeout at the time, at one point they had a physical location at 62nd and Ames here. And, oh, okay. Um, yeah, and just giving some credit to uh, KMTV Channel, three and also uh, to northomahahistory.com for some of these facts and figures here so check both of those places out for a little additional history but so they had that there and uh, jackson's fair deal is is a lot newer than that however the fair deal cafe is kind of a north omaha just significant piece of history because from my research the original Fair Deal Cafe was open from right around 1954 all the way up to 2003, run by Charles, Charlie, S. Hall. And quite the meeting place and a center of discussion I've seen in several different places known as the Black City Hall. So lots of political type discussions, things happening there. And even Jesse Jackson and Ella Fitzgerald visited there. So this is kind of a not just a fair deal, but kind of a big deal. And then for that to close, uh, Charlie Hall passed away, and I believe there was another iteration of that cafe somewhere around 2016. And, Danelle, you, you had stopped into, must have been one of those kind of reincarnations of the fair deal at one point, sounds like? Yes, sir, I did. It was right when that uh, area, you know, they were trying to revitalize North Omaha and 24th and Lake. Yeah. And, you know, they had the grocery store next door and it was cool. It, it's something that you don't really see a lot, but the whole little area surrounding the grocery store and the Fair Deal Cafe, well, it was the Fair, Fair Deal Market uh, and the Fair Deal Cafe is that they opened up some stores, mm -hmm. some some spaces for North Omaha small businesses. And they are technically brick and mortars but they're like cargo containers right yeah 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 and people can lease those out and, it, and they have like little storefronts so it's it's an opportunity for people to get out there and they still have some i, I know again the the wonderful world that we live in and the the 
three years ago, COVID and whatnot. <laughs> when I went, I thought that maybe that area was impacted mm. by that because there were some empty spots and even the Fairdale market is not open anymore. So mm. I think that may have changed things. I hadn't been down there for a while myself. Yeah. You know, I, I was glad to get down there and glad to support and glad someone went into that cafe spot. Yeah, absolutely. And then kind of uh, right across the street-ish, you've got Idle Vital uh, that does some really yep. good fresh smoothies there. And uh, I think it's Imani Murray that that owns it. And uh, she's cranking yep, out right some... Right down the street. Yeah, cranking out some really, really good things. If you if you go get one of those smoothies at Idle Vital, try the Bob Marley. It's awesome. It's, uh, it's got layers of color and layers of deliciousness. But we're talking about Jackson's Fair Deal Cafe. Well, Charlie Hall opening that original one. But now Jackson's Fair Deal Cafe is run by executive chef Antoine Jackson and Vershawn Jackson as host, according to the Jackson's Fair Deal website. So you have both of those guys starting this up as a brand new place. And uh, yeah, right there off of 24th and Lake. Easy parking right out front, pretty much. They've got some on-street parking, which was... Uh, I, I've now been there, oh gosh, I think like five times uh, <laughs> in, in response to uh, kind of getting a good cross-section of this menu. And the interior, wonderful. Fresh inside, nicely done. And from uh, what I understand, the brick... Uh, that's in there and part of the ceiling are from the original fair deal cafe so it's got a good throwback tie-in to the original fair deal cafe but yet fresh and new now for jackson's fair deal cafe and they have a, a decent amount of tables there two tops four tops they've got the bar uh, the ceiling's kind of a little bit higher in there it feels very open very inviting and just just a nice place to to sit down, man. Anything, uh, Danelle, that you'd like to comment on regarding the the structure or the interior of the place? Yes, yeah. Well, not just the interior interior, but they also have patio seating outside oh, as well. Oh, yeah. So I, I wanted to point that out. But yeah, it's very nice inside. Um, the bar is really nice. If you sit up there, I mean, it, it's a really cool little clean spot. They've got a couple of TVs in there, and when we were there, they had the jukebox going, so they had some nice. music playing, and it was some nice music that took me back to when I was a kid, because it was music like my parents used to listen to, you know, when I was nice. growing up, that soul R&B, so it, it was really nice. It just took me back, man, so I, I felt right at home at Jackson's uh Fair deal cafe. That's fantastic. Again, having been in, you know, numerous times, uh, the staff has always been friendly. Uh, you walk in, there's a little sign by, there's a, a, a host podium there. They'll get you seated. I did see the patio out there. It looks like there's kind of a garage door that rolls up so you can walk out there. Of course, today uh, when I went, because I actually went this morning, uh, kind of a brunch deal, probably a little hot, but uh, when it cools <laughs> off, man, that would be a great place to sit. So that's the ambiance. That's the inside Great place to be. Small tables, big tables, they, they've they got you covered. But of course, we need to talk about the food, which is why we are here on Saturday Omaha's to kind of let you know about our awesome local spots. And I got a good cross-section of the menu, be it breakfast, be it lunch, and a few things as well. I know, Danelle, you got the opportunity to go out there uh, with your family. So um, I'm assuming that the, the family got quite a few different dishes at the table. So let's kind of get into things. I, I would like to point out they have something fun that I haven't seen in a while. And that's that they have Kool-Aid on tap. And I really like that. Yep. <laughs> I think that's so fun. Uh, I got the black cherry and uh, Kool-Aid. It was like a mix. Um, and they bring it out in one of those uh, large uh, <laughs> red glasses so you get a nice big cold glass of Kool-Aid if you're doing that I gotta say because I kind of throttle my my sugar intake a little bit you might share that or something because it's it's kind of large but I just think that's a fun deal to have in addition to you know water and soda and, and all those things too yeah the only other places that I can think of uh Shug's Shug's Comfort Food out there oh in, yeah uh, Bellevue they have it and then 
Uh, the first place that I had ever been to, I think, that had Kool-Aid was Lolo's Chicken and Waffles. 100%. I was just, you pulled that thought right out of my head. <laughs> Lolo's Chicken and Waffles was... Missed that place. Yeah, yeah, that was kind of a fun spot. But uh, the nice part is, is Jackson's does have waffles, and, and we'll be we'll be talking about those, too. So <laughs> And they've got some good chicken. Yeah, oh, good. I'm glad you got the chicken taken care of. Well, I got the wings, so I assume that the red chicken That's perfect, because <laughs> I, I did not have... I had a chicken sandwich, but I didn't have the wings, so I'm... I'm be curious on your analysis there i I guess in the natural order of meals uh, as long as we're good here i'm going to start with breakfast and i'm actually going to start with a thing that i had um, today as a matter of fact before we're recording this and i shared this um with one of my family members and that was the pops special breakfast this runs about 15 bucks, and I should point out that uh, I haven't been there for dinner, but I've been there for brunch and lunch multiple times, and it seems that you can get the breakfast menu pretty much at any time, so I'm not sure about like the dinner factor, but at least around noon, you can get yourself some breakfast items. So the special breakfast gives you three pancakes, and these are decently sized pancakes, two eggs made your way, and then it says two meats on the menu, and what they mean by that is two individual meat items. So you have a choice of sausage patties, sausage links, turkey sausage, or bacon, and you would get two of those per order. So um, being that my family member really wanted some bacon and uh, we were going to share this entree, we, we went for the bacon. She pointed out that, hey, this is a really tasty bacon. It is a thinner sliced bacon and was not super duper crispy. So if you're the type of person that really wants that crisped up, you might just say, hey, make it extra crispy for me. And some people don't like it as crispy. So there you go. Just specify to your wait staff what you might like. My eggs were over medium as requested. And I really appreciate, and this is something that's kind of carried throughout all of Jackson's Fair Deal items, is they put their own little touch on it. You know, something about a Saturday restaurant, a Saturday Omaha restaurant, is it's got to have something a little special somehow, you know? And this says, you know, it's Jackson's Fair Deal Cafe. It's like, oh, okay, here's the standard items. Yeah, there's waffles and pancakes and eggs, but everything's got just a little something that's their special touch. And on the eggs, they went for uh, some seasoning on there, tasted a little similar to like a Lori seasoning salt because it wasn't just salt and pepper. It just had a little something extra in it. And it was they were good. And I happened to like a nice runny egg with some toast. So I got a side of toast and nicely buttered. And it looks like they put it on the flat top maybe for a little bit. So it got kind of a just a perfect brown on it great the pancakes were decent they were filling oh my gosh man the the three stack um again i was splitting this entree so uh, i had like one and a half pancakes and uh, my dining companion just pretty much had one and (laughs) that that was it full yeah so that's the pops breakfast and then the other breakfast item i had uh actually this was on like my third visit there was i got a side of waffles um these are heavenly waffles which are a uh, a locally produced waffle mix so you kind of have uh i think it was our friend from uh willy dogs uh coined this phrase or, or made this known to me which was hyper local so you have like a local yeah. yeah like a local restaurant using another local product and uh these were three three full-sized waffles for 10 bucks very very shareable uh, fluffy they were not super crisp but they had the softness I want I I don't want my waffle to be crisp all the way through I need I need some softness in there somewhere be that a crisp outside soft inside needs that mix or at the very least some softness I don't want it to be a brick and these were not uh, these were light and uh, they were good with or without syrup, which is super cool. Uh, a mild but a nice flavor, and I appreciate it when my waffle actually tastes like something. Um, beat out a little vanilla, whatever you want to put in there. And they had some powdered sugar on top, butter, and like I said, that syrup is uh, is optional. Um, you know, you, you may or may not need that. I also got some uh, scrambled eggs with them. Um, decent, fresh and four bucks. So, you know, you can throw those three waffles and those eggs on there, spend $14 and, uh, away you go. They're, they're so good. 
So that's some of the breakfast items that I had. Danelle, would you like to tell me about either kind of your main things that you got or one of the things or one of the things the family got? Give me give me some detail. What happened there? Well, before we do that, let, let's go in a, into a little depth Ooh. of the Heavenly Waffle because people may not know about the Heavenly Waffle. Mm. I know I've only had them once in my uh, food outings, and that was at... Was it the Lighthouse Cafe in Bellevue? Oh, okay. That took over the downtown coffee shop. Yeah. And I had them and they were really good. But uh, they're protein packed, right? Yes. And you can get gluten free. So be sure to ask about that if you're somewhere and you see Heavenly Waffles on the menu. Yeah. And I, I would definitely check. Uh, they they definitely are uh, protein packed is kind of one of those things. But I do know that they have both a uh, gluten free excuse me, and non-gluten-free version. So definitely ask your your server there. But uh, yeah, yes. they're protein-packed and yogurt-based. So uh, kind of an interesting deal. And and I know, you know, mine was, was very, very tasty. Yep. And the one time that I had it, of course, it wasn't there, but they were pretty good also. So shout out to Heavenly Waffles as well. Nice. But for me, we actually didn't get as much as you would think that we would have, Dave. Uh, my oldest was yeah. at work or something, so she didn't go. And then my youngest... She wasn't super hungry, so she just shared with my wife. So we only got two okay. dinners. All right. My dinner, um, I got, going back to those wings, they were so good at Taste of Omaha that I had to get the <laughs> wings. So I got the wings, and um, they're $13, but if you get the dinner, you get two sides with it, and it makes it $22. Okay. So I had a side of French fries and then a side of yams yams yamming and what you said about them doing something special you can get the buffalo you can get the naked or you can get the barbecue wings i Mm -hmm. had the naked at taste of omaha so i said let's go ahead and do the barbecue nice the barbecue sauce was really good and i was like they must make this i mean maybe they don't but that was the thought that i got and my wife was like oh it's different like, I couldn't quite put my finger on what was in the sauce, but it was good. I want to tie in real quick here just because I'll get to a burger in a second. But one of the burgers I had had the barbecue sauce on it. And in my notes, which is where I keep my notes, I have in here likely in-house yep. made. So I'm yep. on that same note with you. I think there's a real good chance they're making the barbecue sauce in-house. But yeah, please yeah, carry no, on. But it, it was good, man. Uh, and unfortunately, when we went... Uh, we were the only people that were dining in. They did oh. have some to-go orders um, and some like door dashes that came in, but we were the only people dining in on the evening that we went. Oh my! But the food came out super fresh, piping hot. I would say that that's just the norm, and not just because we were the only ones there. Um, I, I feel like they really care about what they're bringing out of the kitchen. And I would agree. Yeah, the young lady who who made. The food because I <laughs> I took my food up to the bar because again the bar was really nice it's a wood top bar yeah I mm-hmm. put my food up there to take pictures of my food oh nice and so they yeah we started talking and the one uh, young lady came out she said I was the one that made the food and <laughs> I guess she doesn't normally make the food <laughs> but she was excited and I was uh-huh. like yeah man I, you know the food was really good I enjoyed it so yeah crunchy and again that sauce it was just man i i could go for more of that sauce like i yeah. i wouldn't have mind if it came with a slice of bread ooh so i could dip the bread into the barbecue sauce yeah that that would have put it over the top but yeah it was it was really good man and the yams i know <laughs> when i posted the pictures on my my pages people were asking about the yams and if they were good yes they were <laughs> yes they were and they were really good i mean you know just sweet soft hot you know, you just cut right through it when you put your fork in there. Ah, yeah, I, I definitely enjoyed those yams, and I would, I would definitely order them again. So, hook me up on some detail on the yams. So, so just straight yams, or like, did they do like a brown sugar, like marshmallow thing? Like, what was the move on there? No marshmallow, but yeah, just brown sugar. Uh, probably was what they they sure. used, and some cinnamon. Okay. So that that's usually what yams are. Uh, but yeah, they oh, so good, man. I don't get those enough. We don't, they're not hard to make, but we don't make them at my house enough, man. Like we, I think we've done it once and I, and then the last time I bought sweet potatoes, I didn't even make them. They went to waste. <laughs> you say yams. So, and then like, I start thinking about things like, uh, chimas and then wanting foo-foo 
instead. But (laughs) a good veggie there. Now, the fries, I'm glad you got the fries too because, you know, we were talking about that something little extra special. My fries were were really good. And, you know, you had said a minute or so ago about your food coming out just piping hot. And, you know, having been there again like five times, that is so consistent. Everything is super-duper fresh and... The fries that that I had, I mean, at least one of the iterations thereof, super, super hot, salty, seasoned with their their seasoning. And I think I've had fries twice. At one time, they were kind of a little more heavily seasoned, and the other time, they weren't quite as salty. The salty version, and, and I love salt, was really good with my sweet Kool-Aid, that, that cold, sweet Kool-Aid good combo right there for sure and i think would pair well with ketchup the saltier version by itself might be a little much but having those other two things were good but as far as the actual fry themselves delicious and then adding their own like just little seasoning twist on there so hoping your fries were good as well sir yeah my fries were good nothing that i had was bad i mean (laughs) i feel like they consistently Though I was only there once, but sure. that plus going to the food truck at Taste of Omaha. Oh, yeah. I feel like they're probably bringing, like, they really care about what they're bringing out, like I said before. And I just think that it's some really good stuff that they're uh, serving out of that kitchen, man. And I, I would go back and I would try more of the menu when time allows. So I, I was very satisfied. And it was enough food. I think there was eight wings. It was enough to where... I don't know. I can't remember if I ate something before that or what, but I, I brought a little bit home. Oh, wow. So those yeah, were good size wings then. Yeah, they were pretty good size. That's good. And then, yeah, yeah, it was good. It was nice. I think there was probably two wings that I brought home with the leftover yams. Nice. Oh, wow. And some leftover yeah. yams too. Oh, good deal. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Well, so, okay. So we've got, got some wing action there. And then I actually went for a burger. I think it was on my first time out, and everything's got kind of a cool name. One of the things, and I, I think it's one of the sauces, but they they have the the Bad Jackson on there, and the Bad Jackson is actually named for uh, Antoine and Vershawn Jackson's. I believe it's their grandfather. His nickname was Bad Jackson. So if you if you see that <laughs> on there, you know what's going on. But on the burgers, like a lot of them have some fun names behind them, and the first burger I had was actually the Big Wheezy Burger. And uh, first of all, again, just not not only do the menu items have that little extra seasoning, like literally, but the names also have a little extra seasoning. It's not just like a the burger or anything like that. So that's kind of fun. And this particular burger, it's it's your bacon, barbecue, and cheese burger. Nice, big salt and pepper crusted, hand patted. And having had a couple of burgers here, you can tell it's like it's not a perfect puck right it's got little craggy edges on it and it's got that flat top sear so it's got a little bit of crust on it and it's just delicious you could you could probably just take this patty and be like i need two hamburger patties and just eat those and and enjoy that deliciousness but it had those crisp bacon and here's the tie-in Danelle to your item it had that barbecue sauce in there and like I said I think this is probably an in-house made barbecue sauce and for me it just had a a sweet and gentle heat on the barbecue sauce. Nothing to blow you out of the water, but just enough to tickle the old taste buds a little bit to let you know that you're live, that you're living a little bit. And just a dang good burger, man. I I really like this thing. It was good. So, well, uh, probably uh, more carb heavy with a slight amount of protein. But uh, one of the sides they have available is mac and cheese. Uh, longtime listeners of this show, which. As of the time we're recording this, uh, the radio show is two years old now, and the podcast is five years old coming up here in September of 2023, so depending on when you're listening to this. But uh, it's been well documented on many episodes that I love mac and cheese very, very much, and I like a good saucy mac and cheese. That's just my personal preference. And at Jackson's Fair Deal Cafe, I had the mac and cheese on two different occasions, and the first time that I had it, it seized up a little bit. Now, I don't remember if I got to my mac and cheese first or after biting down on my burger a little bit, but my number two try on the mac and cheese was excellent. Cheesy and not seasy. (laughs) It was really, really good, but I will tell you with the mac and cheese, 
tasty, uh, a little bit of good uh, sharpness, if I recall, in the cheese there, so it's not bland. I, it's You know, if you get a mac and cheese on the plate where it's nice and saucy and you look at it and you're like, oh, that's going to be great, and you take a bite of it and you're like, oh, it tastes like pasta and cream. Like, it's not <laughs> what I'm looking for. Um, it needs some flavor. This had flavor, which was great, but uh, I would definitely recommend eating it while it's hot. Make sure you get those first couple bites when it comes out hot and fresh from the kitchen before that sauce tightens up. And uh, I guess my fatter the Omaha kind of pro tip here, I'm not sure if this would be a great to-go item. I think the yams that Danelle was talking about or the fries might do a little bit better. Otherwise, you might have to doctor it up a little bit at the house, and we want your mac and cheese to be nice and creamy. So with any restaurant, if you can, Try in-house first so you know what the real deal from Jackson's Fair deal would be coming to your table. That way, if you get it to go, you're like, okay, I understand what this is like at the restaurant versus to go. But uh, mac and cheese, a good side there. Just get it while it's hot. Get it while it's fresh and try it in the restaurant. So that's that's a good deal there. Now, Danelle, I think you said your wife had uh, something a little bit different than the wings, yes? Yes, sir. Uh she had the catfish dinner. Oh, did you get a, a get a bite of that? Did she let you have any? Yes, she did. Ah, yes, she did. Speak on that if you would, sir. Yeah, yeah, she got it with a side of spaghetti and a side of greens. Oh. And yeah, it was nice. It was it was, you know, flaky, light Mm-hmm. Uh, you did get that little hint of fish, but it was it was good. I I enjoyed the little bite that I had. Uh-huh. Uh, it comes with some, you know, sandwich pickles and then a slice of bread underneath. So I tend to believe that when you go to a place and it's barbecue or some kind of soul food, and they put a slice of bread underneath the oh, meat, oh yeah, you know it's going to be good. Yeah, for sure. I enjoyed that. And and how about the greens, man? So collards, I I like them when the the actual collards have a little structure to them, where they're not like like super mushy. They've got a little bit of a little bit of toothiness to them. Do you happen yeah, to remember how they were? I didn't have enough. I mean, they were good. Ah, I gotcha. just remember them being good. Okay, uh, but you know, just that one bite. I I, I don't know. It was a sample. <laughs> not, not enough to make an to make an official call on the greens. Okay, so the, yeah, yeah, but it was definitely something that. You know, I make greens at home from time to time, and uh, yeah, it, it's it's on par with what I like as far as greens go. I mean, the flavor was there, the seasoning. Uh, I just don't remember if it had a crunch to it, like a snap to it or not. Got you. Okay, okay, that's fair and, and kind of fun. I didn't even know that they had spaghetti as an option for a side, so yeah, that's kind yeah. of fun. So, I mean, here we are. We've already talked about pancakes. We've talked about waffles. we talked about burgers, chicken, catfish, spaghetti, mac and cheese, yams. I mean, the menu is it's still nice and tight. Like, there's not a, a ridiculous amount of things to get lost in. It's focused, but there's also a nice wide variety so that you can kind of pick something for everybody at your table, which is which is really cool. And I was just going to say, since you mentioned the spaghetti, that, again, it tasted different. Oh, um, okay. I will say I don't know that I loved the spaghetti. That was probably the least favorite thing that I had. Uh-huh. But it wasn't bad. It was just different. It was like, I don't think that I've had spaghetti that was flavored and seasoned the way that this spaghetti was. Even my wife, she was like, yeah, it's different. It's different. I don't know what it is. She she liked it, though. But yeah, it was just one of those things that I was like, eh, I don't know. I, I, I'd try it again for sure. But I, I, I didn't love that. But it was good. You got me intrigued just to try it, just because I want to see what the the differentness is. <laughs> I, I would be very very curious. So, I will tell you, one of the sides that I will definitely recommend that you give a go here is the Jackson Browns. And the Jackson Browns, I'll sum it up with: they're fire. They are so good. They're a good twist on a traditional. I guess not not sliced grated potato hash brown. These are different. So these are a thinly sliced potato. So a full cross section of potato, thinly sliced and nicely browned. So they're nicely browned crisp potatoes. They are loaded with cheese. And I would tell you that I I, I felt like these were really like just sauteed in butter like you've got a brown sliced potato sauteed in butter 
good with or without ketchup, that cheese factor on there, and hot and fresh. So if you're like, man, I need I need the the hash brown fix, but I want the Jackson's Fair Deal Cafe like uh, mark of excellence. Go for the Jackson Browns. So good. And I happen to order the Jackson Browns, which it's not a small side here, people. Large. So I got this when I got that side of Heavenly Waffles. So I had three full-size protein-packed waffles <laughs> and a big old side of cheesy sliced butter sautéed Jackson Browns. I left stuffed and you know, Danelle, you said you had a couple wings to go on this particular venture. This was visit number three to Jackson's Fair Deal. Uh, I left with two waffles. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, the the portion size here is is definitely good. You're you're not gonna leave in a state of hunger. It's it's just it's, no, it's, not at all. It's yeah. not gonna happen. Do you, do you happen to yeah. remember when you got the when your wife got the fish there? Did, was it like a like a two piece or three piece or was it like? Just one big slice or something like that? I'm looking at the picture, and I, I believe there was two pieces. Two yeah, pieces. There's okay. two pieces. That's good. So uh, much like a lot of these things, good and and shareable. So the other thing that I got, and this thing was really, really tasty, is the nacho burger. Ooh, okay. Yeah. The nacho burger comes in at visit number four of five. They have a thing on the menu called nacho or sorry cajun nachos and this is the burger version so this is the nacho burger not to be confused with the cajun nachos okay the nacho burger has their cajun sauce on it and if one were to traverse the internet and head over to our social you can see a picture on uh Saturday omaha here and it's it's worth a look because it is bubbly it is cheesy and it is slightly spicy queso all over this burger. So if like if you've got a hankering for like a chili cheeseburger, now without the chili on top, and for Danelle, no beans. Oh, I'm looking now. No I'm beans. Looking, oh man. yeah, no beans. <laughs> I know how you roll. All right, I like it. That's right. Totally slathered in everything, bubbly and hot. That patty is back off of that previous burger where it's nicely seared on both sides there. And in my notes here, I will quote this. Smells good on the plate before I ate. Shows up, <laughs> arrives at the table, and automatically just smells delicious. And it's served with all this sauce. And then you've got a good toasted bun on top of that whole thing. So it's excellent, man. Both of my burgers, the Big Wheezy and the Nacho Burger, turned out to be excellent. So I've got the burgers. I've got... The waffles, I've got the pancakes, and everything is just super, super tasty across the board. I had very good luck on pretty much everything that I ordered. Again, with the mac and cheese, make sure you get it hot. That's that's a key because you don't want your cheese to seize up. That's that's a bad deal. Yeah, that cheese looks good though, man. Oh, <laughs> like I feel like I could dip some French fries in that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Mr. Dedell Taylor, did, did we kind of cover all of our eats here? Did we get everything taken care of? Yeah, man. We, we covered everything that we had. I, I wish we had more. That's the beauty of going out with multiple people. You know, you can, you know, you, hey, you want to trade bites? You, you know, you give me a little <laughs> of that, you know. <laughs> kind of in summary, Jackson's Fair Deal Cafe, 2118 North 24th Street. You can find them. They have a wonderful place to eat, plenty of seating, helpful, friendly people, a wide menu of breakfast eats, lunch eats. I have to say, if you're going the first time in, that burger is a super solid suggestion. Just pick a burger. Um, it, it's going to be delicious, or maybe those waffles. And those Jackson Browns were, were real good, too, man. It's a great place to be. Man, um, you made me want some. <laughs> oh, good, good. Then success, this is a good thing. Go check them out up there and and uh, tell them tell them Saturday Omaha and Omaha Fatty sent you to to go go try something out and I, I think you're really gonna enjoy it. So, well, that sounds good. Well, we will kind of wrap it up here on the show. Then I'm Dave and I'm Danelle and we are Saturday Omaha. Thank you so much for listening to uh, this episode on Jackson's Fair Deal Cafe. And as we say, until we eat again, stay hungry. Bye bye. Our show is recorded and produced by Saturday Omaha. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter.
Twitter and Facebook, as well as email SaturdayOmaha at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and stay hungry. Saturday Omaha. Eat this.